Ready Check Radio. Stand by as we get ready to serve up all your news this week in the world of gaming. Welcome to Gaming Gumbo. Hello, Internet! It's Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern. That means we're live with Gaming Gumbo, your weekly gaming wrap-up here on Ready Check Radio. If you're watching on YouTube, the website, or listening on Spotify, head on over to readycheckradio.com, R-A-I-D-E-O.com. And in the upper right-hand corner, we've got all the socials there, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, all of it. Click it, subscribe, turn those notifications on, tell your friends. If you like what we do here, we'd love more of you to follow us. So go ahead and do so. I'm Mike Byrne, your host. And of course, this week, obviously the big news in gaming was the PlayStation Showcase. So we're going to give you the rundown of the main titles and some of the smaller bits that we saw and give you our opinions and takes on the way, what we're looking forward to, what we couldn't care less about. There's a little gnat in the room, and I don't think I got him. Chat joining us live, of course, to chime in with their opinions and also on the line, the off-by-one master himself, Mr. Jason Winter. How are you, sir? Yeah, I'm doing pretty great. I'm glad that we can finally talk about some other mega franchise that's been hyped to the moon and back and been talked about for years starring Keanu Reeves. <laughs> just a few more of them. Just a few more of them. It's just one. Just the one that came out yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, the resident artist of Ready Check Radio. What are you doing with your teeth there? What the hell are you doing, oh, Yon? missing a tooth. <laughs> Had a crown fallout last night. Oof. So, yeah. It's, it's way back there. So You're not in pain, though. You're not in pain. No, though. there's no pain. It, I mean, they, they did the root canal two years ago, and it's You just you got know, that gone. stupid, like, I got to keep messing with this with my tongue. Yeah, because right? now there's a hole up in my <laughs> mouth, and it's like, hmm. It's going to look like the entire show. He's just licking his chops. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to talk about this game. I love video <laughs> games. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's going to be me the entire show, drinking my tea. All right, gents, we're going to get to the PlayStation Showcase, but big news broke yesterday before we went and did the Always Online podcast on MMOBomb.com. If you like the free-to-play cast, Always Online is the next evolution of the free-to-play cast since we do not just cover free-to-play. Check it out, MMOBomb.com. That one pays the bills. This one doesn't. If you like Jason and I, we like paychecks. So go to the website, <laughs> click on like and comment and do all your different things. What's up, fan? Welcome to chat. Welcome to chat. Uh, so, breaking news before we get to the PlayStation Showcase yesterday was, Jason, that the Epic versus uh, Apple ruling did come in, uh, and the judge sided with, drumroll please, Epic Games. Now, I know a lot of us behind the scenes were conceptually uh, rooting for Epic as far as, yeah, there probably should be options in Google, but Epic also felt kind of bad to root for because this was just two, you know, multi-million dollar companies fighting over millions of dollars, no matter how altruistic either of them tried to present their case. Uh, yeah. But I don't think, you know, anybody's going to be too happy that uh, Epic won. Well, I mean, I guess Apple wouldn't be. Uh, and they are almost certainly going to appeal this. The judge's ruling, remember, Epic was making claims of Apple being a monopoly. Uh, now, the judge threw that portion out. The judge opted to define the market in question 
as gaming transactions as a whole, not gaming in general, not mobile gaming specifically, but gaming monetary transactions. And under that market, Apple, I don't think any of us would disagree, is certainly not a monopoly. Hundreds and hundreds of gaming transaction-based companies. So threw that out, but did say, Jason, that Apple was engaging in anti-competitive practices under California law and gives them 90 days to allow developers, if they would like to, to add extra payment options to their apps. To be able to link to outside payment options. I think they can't actually put it in the app themselves that they can... Right, right. But they can have call to actions or links to outside. Right, right. Apple, not too happy, I would imagine. And certainly, I would imagine going to appeal. Oh, yeah. We've not heard the end of this by any stretch. Were you surprised by the ruling, Jason? Um, a little bit. I'm surprised this comes out as such a complete victory for Epic. I, I thought that there would be a little more nuance in some way that Apple get Apple gets a little bit out of it in the sense that they don't have to restore Fortnite or whatever. That's because they're they they were still yeah you know, they breached the terms of service back then, so they don't have to you know go back and put them back in. But other than that, I'm, I am a little surprised that it came down as as much in Epic's favor as it could. Yod, what about you? Any surprises here? Yeah, same with what Jason said, that it was such a complete, you know, flat-out Epic One type of deal. But like you said, there's going to be an appeal, because there's always an appeal, because it's Apple, because they're multi-billion dollar companies, and they're not done fighting yet. So, who knows what it's going to actually come down to at the end, once, you know, the dust finally actually clears, probably, what, 20 years from here now? (laughs) (laughs) And this isn't the only case, though. Apple's been losing ground on this front for months, even a little over a year now, with an investigation by Japanese authorities for very similar accusations, as in the Epic versus Apple case. South Korea, most notably, and most recently, uh, signing into law to stop uh, Apple from being able to do exactly what Epic didn't want them to be able to do and monopolize the financial transactions through any iOS apps or anything like that. Now, downstream, I do think this has interesting implications. There really yes. isn't something exactly like what Apple had here with the their iPhones and the, and the iOS and the App Store and everything, but there are similar... Not exact, but similar comparisons to be made with other walled garden type stores, Jason, whether that be the PlayStation Store, the Microsoft Marketplace, Steam to certain extents, if you wanted to to really, you know, extrapolate things. I think the downstream becomes very, very interesting to watch over the next few years with this ruling and, of course, should it be upheld in, in any future appeals question is who's who's going to make that uh, that argument because then what does epic do does epic try to do the same thing it did with apple and with google on playstation and on right. xbox now fortnite's not available anywhere basically because, right. because they can boot it off all those so right i don't know is tim sweeney gonna you know dive into those waters too i guess we'll find out now yeah, epic that, that did try a... to get fortnite back on the app store prior to this actual ruling in time for their most recent update and google also said no uh, thanks but no thanks again you pointed out the judge did kind of mention they were well within and i don't think any of us were disputing this they were well within their right to boot fortnite and the judge did not order any type of immediate restoral of epic apps so i do think this opens two questions one i brought up on always online and we'll get your takes on it one jason you brought up on always online 
Mine was the fact that in the uh, future, does Epic actually get games on there or does Google find alternate ways to say, nope, doesn't meet our requirements, can't put it on there now that they can no longer say, nope, we're not going to allow you because you have alternate payment methods? Do they find just other reasons to say no thanks to Epic or did they just eat this and say, you know what, 60, 70% of 50% of the sales is better than 0% of zero of the sales? Uh, and then your point, Jason, was does Apple start instituting dialogue boxes and check marks when you wish to go visit these external things that start flagging saying, hey, we can't, you know, those scare tactics, right? We can't verify or secure any purchases made outside the iOS store. Click here if you are sure. Click here if you're super sure. Uh, so both, I think, are interesting by-play things that we'll have to see how it plays out again, of course, a pe uh, pending an appeal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's about that's about it. You summed it up pretty well. I, I yeah, I, I think I, I do agree. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I, I think what Jason stated with the uh, "Are you sure you want to leave?" That's already in a lot of different apps and mm -hmm. a lot of different um, places, oh, yeah. you know, websites and stuff. You know, you are leaving this website. Are you sure you want to go there? So yeah, I I think that's definitely gonna be in play, especially uh, once, because. Once they're because that's up. been like Apple's public stance right. on all this. That's the, right. they don't that say, was the they whole don't say, reason they did this. Yeah, we don't. Right. We're not doing this because we want more money. We're doing it for you, the customer. To right. Keep you safe. I mean, yeah. the, the fact that they get more money is. Oh yeah, it's, sure. You know, it's, well, yeah, just, sure. Yeah, well, they get more money, but it's just a it's fortunate the fact side it's perk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a side perk. You know, whatever. You know, it's just it's a side perk. But yeah. the. Uh, it's the security aspect. They're all about the security. That's why you can't modify iOS like you can Android because it's more secure. Yep. Uh, Which, Zach, of course, Zach you know, chiming in chat. Say, hey, Zach, I didn't even realize you were there, my friend. Uh, says, every dev's just going to make their games free to play now with the purchase of the actual game being in the client so they can avoid right. any royalty. <laughs> right. But, of, of course, you know, that, that's that dirty. going to go... <laughs> Then we're gonna go into the Google Store, and then we're gonna go into the PSN, and then we're gonna go into Xbox Network, and all that stuff. It's certainly and gonna be interesting to do watch. Do the same thing. Yeah, it's certainly you know. gonna be able to, interesting to watch the downstream. Like I don't right. think you have the same arguments with Steam, although the Steam Wallet does charge a fee, right? So, right, uh, because you could literally just you know go to the game's website and in most cases buy from the website and even if you're playing on steam it's linked to your account so it gives you the cash shop currency there you're not right. obliged to use the steam storefront for that type right. of stuff you just can and if you do they're going to take a cut um, and the question is does the epic game store work the same way right right and i actually meant to check that prior to the show <laughs> uh but i was uh lazy so right. i did not and, and the one i do know about doesn't apply because it's a game owned by epic and that's rocket league you know yeah. obviously they're going to get a piece of that no matter which yeah. way i go on the epic store so uh, the the only differences i can see on most consoles and pcs as opposed to phones is that you do technically have that option still of physical media so right. you don't have to buy off the console until they decide you know oh hey this digital only version worked out really well for this version so from here on out, it's digital only. I got that. Look, I, slammed, I, got I, slammed, I slammed a DVD into my phone once it worked just fine. 
<laughs> but then you do have like the PlayStation Store. Like if you go play a free to play game, the way you need to get cash shop currency in there through is through the PlayStation Store. They right. like sell the bundles right on the PlayStation marketplace, exactly, not yeah. in the game. So you do have a little bit more of a similarity to the iOS situation there yep. than you do with Steam. So it's going to be fun to watch. That much is for sure. We got to watch the appeal first. Uh, oh, we've yeah. got 90 the, days the to comply. Good. There's mm. this is not a situation where you're like, is it worth it financially to pursue? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're not going to get either it. of these companies to back off because of legal costs. That's no, not going no, to no, happen no. here. They, they've got deep, deep legal pockets. And it's yeah. yeah. Uh, the other big news this week well, for us was the PlayStation Showcase, which let's kind of right off the bat, gentlemen. Did you like the showcase or not? Because I'm going to be honest, we've talked here, and my personal opinion of the last few states of play were pretty meh. They were just humdrum at best for me. I want to see if you guys feel differently about the PlayStation showcase that just aired this week. Yod, your overall thoughts first. Um, well, you, you're going to have to skip me on this one because because of the tooth issue and all that stuff, uh, I just watched what you told me to watch. Oh, so you you went through the show notes. Okay, Jason, I yeah, know you okay. watched the showcase. Yeah. You and I were messaging as we were seeing different things. What did you think of the overall show? I was kind of half and half about it because like half of them seemed like things that were either old or we'd already talked about or already knew about. The other half were actually pretty good. So I'm, I'm sort of I'm in between on that. I'm going to give the whole thing a thumbs up. Like I didn't li I downright didn't like the states of play that have been coming out over the last, you know, 6 months or so. The PlayStation Showcase, I thought they kind of nailed it. Uh that's not to say that I liked every game on there. I mean, you guys know I'm not generally a Marvel fan in in any real big, you know, way, way shape or form. So that's not all the trailers hit for me. Uh, personally, but as a show, I think they kind of nailed it. I think this was a good showing for them, a really good showing for them. Were there titles that I thought were missing that I would have liked to have seen there? Yes, yes. But I think they hit big marquee titles that they really, I mean, we got to, we saw God of War Ragnarok. That was a big one that people have been wanting to see confirmed for a while. Gran Turismo, right? We saw we saw that, and that's that's one that people are looking for. Forspoken is one I'm looking forward to, and we'll talk about all the games individually here in just a second, but I kind of think, you know, maybe not a Grand Slam, but definitely, you know, a ground rule double or a home run, right? Right in, I think right in there, right in there. They got it to the walls. Did it bounce over? Or did it just go straight over? I'm not sure. I didn't see it. I wasn't there. Uh, but generally, I think it was a good show. Now, first off, in no particular order, some of these will be in the order that they were actually shown, but then I'm going to jump around. Uh, the show kicked off with Revan igniting a lightsaber, kicking off the Knights of the Old Republic remake. Now, remember, this is not made by Bioware, okay? Not right. made by by Bioware. Right. This is being made by... The original by, was. Yeah. This is being made by Asper. Now, they previously did work on ports of the original Knights of the Old Republic and, and KOTOR 2, so they're familiar with it, and they've also done some other remake, uh, or I should say remaster type stuff. This is kind of like one of the bigger projects, because this is a full remake for them. They literally said from the ground up. Uh, right, on so this it's closer one. to Final Fantasy VII Remake as yeah. opposed to a remaster like the Pixels. Exactly. Now, it's exclusively for the PS5. 
they did say it will release on PC, but the way they made it sound, it, it won't be, you know, an instantaneous thing. It'll be PS5 for a little bit, then PC. And they did leave the door open later for other consoles, but PS5 timed exclusive, let's say, and then a PC release confirmed for it as well. I have to say this was probably uh, one of my favorite bits. Not that it was a surprise. We've heard rumors of this being in development for a while now, and we still have a while before this is coming out. We didn't get anywhere near a date, and they said really, like, while they've been working on it a little bit for a while, the the core development has now just really ramped up. So we've probably got a year or so before we're going to see this, but I'm going to give this one uh, an 8 out of 10 for me, maybe even a 9 out of 10. It is a day one purchase for me. I loved KOTOR, and I can't wait to see how it's rebuilt. If you're concerned about BioWare not being there, there are a lot of original BioWare KOTOR people that were brought in to help with this. And they specifically, I liked, Yad, that they said, we wanted to pick their brains. Like, even if they didn't help develop stuff, we wanted to pick their brains and say, what were your motivations back then for doing X, Y, or Z? Right. Because we want and, those to be our motivations now, too. And like you said, former BioWare people that worked on it or may have worked adjacent to it, which BioWare is no longer BioWare as it was when the game was created. So whether they're involved in it or not is a non-matter. The fact that they got the people is what's important. I agree. Where do you put this on your hype meter, 1 to 10 type deal? I played SWOTOR, the uh, MMO version, and I remember hearing how great KOTOR was, and oh, that SWOTOR wasn't so anything good. near it. So, <laughs> I, I want to see this. I, I mean, I know a lot of the history of it. I Like I said, I didn't play the original game, but I want to see this one. So I want to say about 7 out of 10 just because I didn't play the original so I don't have that nostalgia. That makes going. sense. That makes sense. It's easily, I don't think anybody would argue with me if I said one of the top 10 Star Wars games of all time. That's the what I keep hearing. KOTOR. Yeah, top 5 at least. Yeah. Yeah. Jason, yeah. what where where do you got the hype meter on this one for you? Uh, I mean, I played the original. I played it twice, one one light side run, one dark side run. Got to. You got to. Oh, yeah, you have to. It's fun killing everybody. Uh I don't know. I'm just getting a little uh, remake or remaster fatigue. Like I just, I just want to see newer too. stuff yeah, rather than, yeah. like I said, yeah. Final Fantasy, Mass Effect. You know, just would you have been happier than if this was like Kotor three? Even though yeah, that's generally what Swotor is is considered to be. True. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I because because I mean there is the big twist, of course, which we won't talk about. Spoiler right. for a 20 year old game, but whatever. And it's like, <laughs> As good as the rest of the game was, that did kind of make it. Now that's in there again. It's like, you know, do I want to play through it again just to get to that eventually? And like, I don't know. I've done it twice, that's enough. Spoiler, Aerith dies. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Aerith dies. Don't give her any of your good material. So, one to dead. ten. One to ten, Jason. Um, It's like a seven. You know, I, I, I might check it out, but it's not going to be something I'm going to definitely get. It's not a day one purchase kind of thing. Absolutely a day one purchase for me. I, I'm, a, I'm a Star Wars nut anyway, but so it was probably already a day one. What are you a nut for at this point? Alien, Star Wars, I guess Marvel. Alien, Star Wars, yeah, okay. Marvel, not not a not a Marvel nut. Okay. Speaking of, of which... though, <laughs> Insomniac Games is working on two Marvel titles, not to be outdone by other companies, and Insomniac has just literally been pumping lately, just absolutely pumping the titles out. Um, 
Now we've got a Spider-Man 2 coming that's going to feature Venom. Uh, and they teased a Wolverine game in, you know, an eight-second, you know, you saw his adamantium claws pop out of his hands at the bar. Uh, nice little teaser if you're a Wolverine fan. Now, I will say this. I'm generally not a Marvel fan, but I did play uh, Spider-Man. I did not play Miles Morales. I own it, but that was more my son. I didn't... To me, it was like, okay, this feels a lot like the other Spider-Man. Whatever. I'm not going to play it again with a different main character. Uh, and I can't remember if I platted Spider-Man or if I damn near platted it. I just was like, no, I'm not doing these last like 30 little grindy things. Uh, but I really, really enjoyed that game. So you might be surprised to hear from me. This will probably be day one, but not for me. It'll be day one for, for my boys and my daughter, who absolutely, my daughter is like all over Marvel all of a sudden in the last year. Um, so it'll probably be day one more for them. But I will play this, and I am looking forward to it. And I've always kind of had like a spot for Venom. I don't know why I'm not a huge comic book guy, but I I always kind of like the Venom character. So, yeah, I'm going to give this one a six, a six to a seven-ish for me personally. It's probably going to be a seven to an eight-ish for my kids. Uh, Jason, we'll go to you first. I, I've watched this to play, I think, both Spider-Mans, and I just enjoy doing that. Just that That's enough for me. I've got enough other stuff to play that I enjoy watching him play it. So that's something I'll pick up, but I can definitely see where... See why they did it because they looked like they were really good games. What do you think about the Wolverine one? Like I, again, I am, we know nothing about it. It's yeah. just a tease. I am amazed that it's taken this long to come up with what might be a triple A good Wolverine game. Like as big a character as he's been over the last you know twenty years, there hasn't really it's been still, a really good game featuring him. It's kind of hard to do a really good Wolverine game. No, no, no. You go, you slash stuff, and you kill him, whatever. Right, on. but because over of his power levels and stuff like that, the way they show him in the comics, he could survive anything. So well, but that, that's a great point of it. You know, how many of these games you have where your guy gets shot, you know, or you know, or stabbed or whatever? Oh, he just lost three hit points. Whatever, move on. This is perfect. You know, regenerate all the time. Right, but it's to to the <laughs> they have him to the point where as long as there's a couple cells of him left, he can come back. So it's kind of like. You got to balance the power level right. You got to give them the right opponents. You, you got to give them the right designs. And are you going to expand yeah. it into the rest of the X Men universe? It's a whole big thing. It's kind of like the Superman Superman mentality, right? right? Where exactly, we, it's hard to make a decent game, and we've seen that for decades now uh, on somebody that is basically ultimate good, and you know, there's no ambiguity or gray in any Superman decisions. And right. they're and they're well. I mean, some of the more recent comic books, maybe, but for yeah, for decades, and he's basically indestructible. All of a sudden, you're like, okay, well, we got to give everybody kryptonite bullets, but that doesn't make any sense. But we got to be able to hurt this guy somehow, Jason. Right. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just playing the invincible force. You when really, uh... all we wanted to do was fly, just not through rings, <laughs> just not through rings. Right. Yeah. Did you ever play a uh, Shadow of Mordor? Oh yeah. Either. Yeah. 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 See, well, in that case, you're like a you're like a shade. You're like you come back from the dead or whatever. So when you die, you just go away for a while. The orcs get stronger. And so, there you go. There, that's all you need. Wolverine's got to regenerate for a while, and people do stuff while he's. The the other problem back. with Wolverine is the rights issue. I think. Yeah, man. That 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 was probably in in a little bit of a limbo area because of, um, Marvel back in the day selling off the rights to Fox for a while, mm -hmm. and. You know, they just recently got the X-Men back, you know, by buying Fox. <laughs> so... 
That's one way to do it. That's yeah, yeah. Do you, it. you can't pay him off to get the contract back. Just buy the company. Uh, on this topic, I'm going to throw in a little odds and ends that we we had here too. We did see some more trailer for Guardian of the Galaxy. Uh, another Guardian of the Galaxy yeah, footage. Uh, funny. Again, I, I think you guys are more, Yod, you in particular, are a little more interested in that one than I am. Yeah, I, I can forgive the doesn't look like the people from the movies aspect because I, I remember the comics. So there's different versions that I'm okay with. And I mean, I, I've talked to to, uh, to this respect with a lot of my friends and stuff like that, of designing characters and things like that. And there's a certain, um, and while I'm okay with it, I can see a lot of people not being because of their first exposure being the movies. Hmm. And with yeah. the first exposure being the movies, that look, that visual has is now in your brain. It now lives in your brain. So anything that comes after it, they have to look like that. Yeah, yeah, I think there is, Jason, the, the, it, it feels cheap, too, right? It just feels like you didn't want to spend the extra cash for the likenesses That's and, exactly and the what voices. I was say. Yeah, it just hey, comes wanna, off as a little miserly. I want to talk about rights issues. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah, yeah but and, and that's, that's, that's because that's how they look living in your brain. In my sure. brain, he doesn't look that way. But it's the you same know, thing with like with like the the Marvel Alliance game, or whatever. You know, exactly. Robert Downey Jr. costs too much for them to make him look like the Tony Stark looks like. Him, so. <laughs> See, and in my first exposure to Iron Man, did he did not look like Robert Downey Jr. You know, he he looked like a dude from the seventies with a porn no. stash. It, it, it's a funny, That's Robert it's funny. Downey Jr. <laughs> true, 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 actually, true. I'll give you that one. It is actually funny when you think about that. Like there are things that I just to go off a little tangent. Like when I've read books, like I've read the Lord of the Rings books, and I've read the Game of Thrones books, and I can't picture Aragorn now looking anything but Viggo Mortensen. I can't picture right. Ned Stark looking anything but Sean Bean. So it's mm -hmm. like can't picture Boromir. Oh, see, when I picture Ned Stark, he doesn't have a head, so it just makes it real <laughs> easy to just put any actor you want. Spoiler? Spoiler. Should I? Uh, should I have? When, should I? I'm, I guess I should have. Yeah, Spoiler. it's fine. It's fine. Spoiler. It's fine. It's fine. Spoiler, Aerith but, dies. Yeah, when, whenever I see Sean Bean, I think of Goldeneye. Oh, my God. I totally yeah, right? forgot he was in that. Right? Right? But that's what I think of because that was one of my first exposures to him. When I think of Goldeneye, I think of Natasha. She's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Natasha. Beautiful. Oh, <laughs> beautiful woman. Beautiful woman. <laughs> Tremendous actress, too, in that movie. She's very good. Tremendous. Yeah, she was very good. Um, We already kind of mentioned this a little earlier. We did get official word now, uh, God of War Ragnarok. Uh, so good dad can yell at his son a little bit more for a few more hours as Ragnarok starts to crumble and hit some uh, some problems. Honestly, I think this might have been one of the weaker trailers for me personally. Um, I, I enjoyed God of War, the, the latest one. I did beat it. I thought it was a lot of fun. A little more linear than I would have liked, but it, it is this the nature of the God of War games. It's not really open world, open world. This one opened up a little bit, but uh, maybe more than previous ones, but uh, not as much as I would have liked, but that's okay. I will probably buy this. This, I don't think, is a day one for me, though. Um, I did like some of the traversal mechanics that we saw there, like the dog sleds and stuff like that. Uh, we're going to talk about one specific image that we've seen that the internet is a little angry about and some people absolutely love. It's kind of like very divisive on the God of War front right now. 
Uh, but Jason, let's get your thoughts on God of War Ragnarok, what you saw at the showcase. You know, speaking of all associating certain characters or whatever, now every, every time I hear Kratos speak, I just think of Teal'c from Stargate. Yeah, so. definitely. I agree. Uh, but yeah, I've never indeed. been a big God of War fan. Indeed. I've never thought about I've never been a big uh, God of War fan, never played any of them games, but yeah, it looks cool. Yod? I same same thing with Jason. I, I I wasn't a big player of God of War. I I liked watching other people play it, kind of, kind of like Re- Resident Evil, and uh, but it it does look really interesting. It looks kind of cool, and I did like really like the fact that from the the past game where they made him the dad of war, yeah, and he he's, you know he's got little boy. kid wandering around with him, boy, boy, yeah, boy, boy, boy. <laughs> boy. But once again, every time I hear him, and I, I love the fact that he's his voice actor, boy. But I just I just want him to say, indeed, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Stirring a little bit of controversy is this image of the game's representation of the mighty Thor. A uh, lot of people thinking this is not what Thor looks like uh, because Marvel has gone ahead and implanted the image, as Yod has said, of big muscular bound Thor. Right. Lots Except of... if you saw the second Endgame movie. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> kind of close. Uh, yeah, yeah. Then you have this image uh, that some people are like, well, you know, I don't, he's a fat guy. Thor, Thor is not a fat guy. And then some people, you know, thinking that this is great, you know, portrayal of a fat character without them uh, being the joke. Right, the butt of of jokes throughout the game. So you got both sides of this argument brewing right now. I gotta say this: uh, Have you guys ever watched like the world's strongest man competitions? Oh yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. This is how they're built. Like <laughs> they're just built like shit brick houses that look like an oval. I, that this, <laughs> you know, you don't see. There's there's a difference between working out for form and working out for function. I think you've seen the exact same little like chart that I did when someone was describing that. I, I, yeah. I can I can see where you're coming from, but then I also think, uh, what are they gonna do with the uh, Volstog if they show him, which is supposed to be one of the the band of three, which are like his his like best buds or whatever, and he's supposed to be the fat one. Right. <laughs> I mean, he's like massive. So if you make Thor that big, Volstog has to be bigger. I mean, I just picture this Which guy like lifting the big. big, you know, multi-kilo stones up onto barrels right. and shit. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's, uh, like I said, I, I don't have a problem with him being that, you know, being the a, a big built guy, like the, like you said, like like the world's strongest man competition guys. And and top it all off, like you know, I've had multiple versions of Thor in my head before as well. So the fact that he looks like that doesn't bother me. In fact, I think his hammer should have a longer handle because the classic mythological Thor hammer is supposed to be a two-handled battle hammer. And it was Marvel that shortened it down to one-handed, you know, swinging the fly thing. Hmm. I was going to say, speak... Go ahead. Mythologically... Sorry, sorry. It's it's how I speak. (laughs) Mythologically speaking, he also... He doesn't fly. He rides on a chariot with two goats that when he gets hungry, he eats them and then they regrow from their bones. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't I'm remember done. that part. Okay. I was going to say, though, that, again, speaking of Stargate, the, their version of Thor looked a little different from the typical Chris Hemsworth type. Just too, a little so. bit. Just True. a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, hype meter, Jason, one through ten. Probably pretty low, I would bet, because you're not, like yeah, you said, I mean, you're not you... a God of War guy. 
I'm not, yeah, personally, I'm not. Honestly, we never really see that much of it, so, you know, I don't know. Even if I was a fan, I think I'd be sort of mean. Uh, see, I think five. fans are pretty hype about it because they finally got confirmation and got to see things. That's true. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm probably going to put this at, like, a six for me. It is one that I will certainly play, just like I played the original God of or well, the latest God of War, but uh, I didn't play it on release day. It's not a release day purchase for me. What about you, Yon? I go five. It it's it looks really cool, but like I said, it's one of those that I like watching other people play. So I'm next, in no hurry to watch it. Next up, we have got Forspoken. There it is. Had to find the trailer. Uh, remember, this was originally Project Athia. Originally kind of talked about as being a January release. They didn't, like, pin it down with a date. But, uh, yeah, now it's spring of 2022. They kind of threw that in there real quick at the end of the trailer. So, Jason, you win on that one so far. Uh, Jason had, when Elden Ring had picked January and we brought up Forspoken also being January... Jason predicted that both would probably miss the January. Well, you're already one out of two. Still got a couple of months for Elden Ring. We'll see. I think it's smart of Forspoken to get out of that time frame, whether they were ready or not. Uh, you know, a new IP, even though Elden Ring is a new IP, even if Elden Ring is terrible, right? It's going to sell bajillion copies on day one at this point. Uh, so I think it's kind of smart. This was a nice little gameplay uh, trailer, uh, new stuff that we haven't seen so far. Before I give my take on it, because I have talked about this on, obviously, the Relic Grind, since it's a Square Enix thing, I want you gentlemen to go first. Uh, Jason, is this a game you're watching? Is this something you're interested in? What did this trailer do for you? Where are you on Forspoken? I'm kind of curious. I, I'm interested in it. I, I like the... I feel like I like the story and the environment from what I saw of it. The only thing about some of the combat and movement is like I get I'm bad with like really fast moving combat. When I see her zipping around on the roofs and so forth, I'm just like Ugh. you're like uh oh, that's gonna be a problem for me. But, I was afraid yeah. you could fall off. Yeah, well that too. Yeah, that or yeah. Yad, so where, I, where are you? I I like it. the the uh, story looks really interesting and the her powers kind of remind me a little bit of like the Avatar Four Elements type deal going on. And uh, yeah, I, I think I'm at probably a eight with this one. I, I want to play it. Yeah, yeah I'm. I'm a two. Yeah, yeah, I'm a nine. Okay. I'm a nine for this one. Although I've been covering it, you know, on on Relic Grind for the last right. X months since it was Project Athia too. So I've been watching this one very closely. I'm a nine for this one. I will say, and it's talking to Torchwick, my my son, who will be streaming after the show today. I was talking to him today about his thoughts on on Forspoken too, and he brought up something interesting. He was like, "You know, I think the voice actress is phenomenal. She's really, really good." Oh, but, yes. But I hope that this was just cinematic trailer the way they put the the voice together because if she has those vocal reactions every time she fires off these abilities, that's going <laughs> to get really annoying very quickly. And I went back and watched it again, and I was like. I'm pretty sure they just injected these for trailer content. But yeah, if you're yeah. right, if they didn't, yeah, that's going to get annoying when, when she's just like amazed by shooting fire every single time. So I think it's right. just trailer content. Uh, but yeah, this, like, this one's a nine for me. Definitely like a day one. It, Definitely a day they one. They have it when she first does her powers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a special little thing. Like when you gain that power. 
yeah. definitely a day one. If you want more thoughts on that one, um, check out the the Relic Grind, uh, our Square Enix podcast that airs Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern, right here, Ready Check Radio. No footage for this one, Jason. <sighs> Grand Theft Auto. They got announced. I mean, I'm echoing in somebody's ear, by the way. Um, Grand Theft Auto. It was announced. Everybody was waiting for it, right? I understand you can't find footage. I mean, there's none of that out there. Yeah. Nobody, nobody's ever heard of this game. Everybody. Oh, I I should be clear. Not Grand Theft Auto 6. Not, no, no not Grand Theft Auto <laughs> not 6. Not 6. Oh, you're oh, okay. Grand Theft Auto 5 is being released. Again. And Grand Theft Auto Online is being released. It's Again, the same thing, for yeah. the PlayStation like, Five in March like of as next many year. Versions of Skyrim now? Not yet, not yet. I think they 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 are calling Guinness right now. We got to get a check on that one. We're gonna have the Guinness World Record team fly in and count up the Skyrim versus GTA's. I mean, I guess if you're waiting for this one on PlayStation Five, great for you. This was probably one of the extremely low points on the show for me. Just because I was like, you know what? If it's not Grand Theft Auto 6 at this point, I just don't care. I, I just, no, like, I am it, not buying this again. I'm watching the trailers and I'm seeing you know, the, the action and the scenes and the sequences and so forth. I'm just like, you know, they could just have like a five second plot plaque that says GTA 5 coming to PS5. Yeah. I said, we don't, we don't need to see any more at this point. Yeah, it was like full blown like reveal trailer, Yod. Like it was yeah. something brand new. Really? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, but I'd, it's five and online. Yep. Yep. Yeah. For the PlayStation Five. For the PlayStation. I mean, if you want it for know. the PS Five, great. I, sure. Congrats. I, enjoy it. It it should be like a footnote, though. Yeah, it really should. It really should have. It should have just been like a little blip. A little blip. Okay. What else do we got here? We've got. Oh yeah. What is this? Radiohead and Epic Games working together on something something like th this trailer is what the grand theft auto trailer should have been it was like eight seconds flashing on screen and then it was gone kid amnesia is a commemorative re-release of radiohead's iconic album kid a and amnesiac along with the third new album kid amnesia uh and now radiohead is going to be teaming up with epic games for kid amnesia uh, exhibition an interactive experience coming to PlayStation 5, PC, and Mac in November as part of the release. They describe it this way. An upside-down digital analog universe created from original artwork and recordings. That's very vague. <laughs> it's just another level in Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's just a prediction. Fortnite concert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, that's all. It's just a like Fortnite that. concert. Like so, although honestly, yeah. I didn't know Radiohead still existed. Nah, me neither. Wow, really? Wow. No. Jason, you were all over trending things before the show started when we did some magic. Uh, not over Radiohead. They were, I would not have Maybe they're not trending. Maybe they're not trending. No. I don't know. Uh, this is definitely great news for many, for many. And I think I yeah, I sized this one a little wrong. Let me. Let me fix that. There we go. Uh, Uncharted, not only getting a uh, remaster collection, 
which is good news. Definitely good news. We're going to get Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collection. It's a remaster of both A Thief's End and uh, The Lost Legacy side story. Uh, so you'll get both of those, the fourth main title, and then the, the, the side story, Lost Legacy. That's awesome, right? 60 frames per second on the PlayStation 5. Great. But the bigger news here on this one Jason confirmed for PC, and I'm sure Zach is cheering uh, as he watched this one. Anytime he sees PlayStation stuff confirmed for PC, he is a happy, happy gamer. Uh, and here we go. A beautiful remake of a great, or remaster, I should say, of a great game finally being made available on PC. I'm not going to buy it. Uh, this while I this one's weird. Like seeing it six or seven, I like seeing it there. I like seeing it for PC. Uh, but as far as like hype me personally, it's like a two. I played these already. I'm done. I'm not gonna buy them for the PC or the PlayStation Five. They are not day one purchases, and they probably won't. Maybe in like a humble bundle somewhere, uh, type deal a year down the road. What about you, Jason? I, I know you don't do a ton of console gaming. Is this a series that you're kind of excited to see come to PC, whether or not you'd actually buy it day one? What, what were your thoughts? Maybe I'll finally actually play an Uncharted game for once. <laughs> I've had I've had it like on my list of things like, oh, that looks kind of neat. It's in there. I'll get to it someday, maybe. I think we actually have like a collection CD, like whatever they put out for PS4 around when that first came out, sitting around, which I've never, never gotten to, but maybe this will finally be the time. Yod? Yeah, it's it's pretty much a two for me as well. It's just that's cool. It's interesting. All right, another remaster. I'm I'm happy for people like Jason that you know you don't play a lot of PlayStation stuff. You haven't had consoles in in whatever generations. I want these. I don't have a problem with these titles coming to PC. Sure. I, I just don't. I'm not one of those guys that's like Meh. no fuck it. It's a game. Buy it for whatever you want. Buy it for whatever you want. And in what I think was one of the most confusing starts to the trailers, uh, honestly, based on, and I can't play it, but based on the music that this trailer started with, if you would have asked me to guess what game was being showcased, I totally, and maybe if I didn't see Polyphony's logo, uh, I definitely would have been like, this has got to be like a Castlevania or <laughs> you know something in the very gothic sense uh, of things, something like that. No, it was Gran Turismo 7. Looks beautiful. No surprises there. Gran Turismo has always been known for the look, the realism, the aesthetic, as well as the gameplay itself. It's nice to see us finally getting more information on this one, including including a released uh, window for it because that has been missing for quite a while. Um, first trailer was June 2020 when we saw it. Now it's coming March 4th, 2022. I'm a little torn on this one, though. As much as I've enjoyed Gran Turismo in the past, I've never sunk a ton of time into them, Jason. Like, they hold my interest for a couple of hours, and then it almost gets too granular for my liking. Uh, and maybe that's just me and, and race games in general. The cars, I think, are beautiful. This is going to look amazing. I have no doubt. Uh, but I just don't know if it's worth me shelling out the money for knowing I'm probably going to get five hours out of that and then be done. Is it going to be on Game Pass? Oh, wait, PlayStation. Never mind. Yeah. Is it going to be? Is it exclusive? Uh, yeah, position next to... Uh, uh, well, yeah, be because Xbox has Forza. And, and Gran Turismo oh, is, right, is right, PlayStation right, okay. 5 exclusive, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I haven't played since uh, Grand Turismo 4. So, yeah, I, I, I did get into it. I did get into those games quite a lot. So I would probably play it for more than five hours if I got into it. Just a question whether I'm going to... Again, it's been, that was like 15, 16 years ago. So, I don't know. If, if I wanted to, I think I would absolutely absolutely go for it, though. Yod, is this one for you? Are you a racing cat? Nope. I, I don't need to play a game where I pretend to drive and look at all the pretty cars I'll never be able to afford. Right? And they showed a lot of them. Like one of the opening shots, I was like, there are three things I can't afford. <laughs> and I yep. can't afford one of those three things. Yep. Last racing game that Mad Martha played was Colin McRae's Rally. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> that the thing in the arcade with the wheels? <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, it, I'm going to give this pretty. one, I'm going to give Gran Turismo 7 a 7. It's a, But again, it's kind of like Uncharted for me. I'm happy to see it. I'm happy to see it coming. I'm happy to see it's looking good. Maybe in a humble bundle or something like that. Well, not a humble bundle in this case, but maybe in a, if it's the free PlayStation game, right, for my PS Plus membership a year from now, then yeah, I'm definitely going to pick it up and try it. Or if it goes on massive sale for something for like Black Friday or whatever, maybe, but not a day one for me. Um, here's the rapid fire, gentlemen. Just want your thoughts on some rapid fire items. We got Alan Wake remaster confirmed. Going to be on the Epic Game Store, already up for pre-order. This was a rumor a few months ago that we brought to the Relic Grind show and talked about because not only was Alan Wake, but also Final Fantasy VII Remake were both discovered in the Epic Game Store database before either was confirmed. Now we have confirmation of the Alan Wake remaster coming to the Epic Game Store. Does this mean that Final Fantasy VII Remake rumor that came at the same time from the same database leak pool, is that going to be coming to the Epic Games Store too, Yod? I would say that's possible then. I mean, if, if the data was there in the code that they mined for data mining, and then, you know, we have a release for Alan Wake, it's highly possible. Jason, yay or nay? Yeah, probably. I mean, Epic likes money. That's that's a pretty big scoop, I think, though, to, to swing in and grab Final Fantasy VII Remake for exclusive. Mm -hmm. Not like I, they I have a problem throwing around the cash. Yeah. I will say regarding Alan Wake, though, I didn't enjoy playing the game on Steam. It's a remaster, and it's going to be an epic game store, so it'll be harder for me to be less interested. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just want to say Ghostwire Tokyo looks badass. Yep. Looks absolutely yeah. badass. That looks incredible. Uh, what did you guys think of Chia? Looked like very like Wind Waker esque, maybe obviously a little younger on the spectrum, uh, based on uh, Chalcedonia and uh, Cald Caledonia, Caledonia. Sorry, I don't know. Um, I I don't know. Like I obviously I loved Wind Waker, and this looked very you know no not Chia Pet T C <laughs> T C H I A. I I want to say I'd give it a shot, but I don't know if I would. You know, it wasn't that that wasn't the Nintendo game I was thinking of. I think it, I thought it resembled uh, a hat in time because you're always going on and stealing, oh, yeah. the, taking over the minds of yeah, other yeah, yeah. things. So that was my thought. But yeah, it didn't didn't really attract my didn't attention do it for at you. all. I thought I thought no. it looked nice. I think it looked like a cute little adventure. We got a death. Yeah, it, it looked like it was well put together. But I think it's one I have to wait for the reviews, though. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think because I I mean I Agreed. like action adventure Zelda ish games that kind of looked that way. So we'll see. Uh, dear God, thank God Deathloop comes out next week. <laughs> oh. You've been waiting for that one. 
Uh, but what actually happens in three days is we're going to go back in time with another year and a half. We're going to have to relive it all again. Uh, <sighs> look, I don't care if the game's great or terrible at this point. I don't care. And I'm going to give it a whirl. Probably, again, not on release day. Uh, I find the concept intriguing, but I, I'm not terribly great at shooters. But, oh, my God, I am so sick of seeing Deathloop at every single event and state of play and this stream and this stream. And it's always the same thing. The trailer is always wildly different as far as what they show. But the voiceover is just some different way of explaining the same loop that he's trapped. Every single one. I do think it's, it's interesting. Torchwick, Torchwick, my son, definitely wants this one. We were talking about it earlier today. And I told him, I was like, you know what? I hope it's good. It does seem interesting and compelling. Jason, I think you and I said the same thing. That's an interesting mm -hmm. thing. We'll have to see how that works. Uh, way back when, but I'm just sick of seeing it at events. So yeah. thank God it comes out in three days. Uh, Blood Hunt is getting a PlayStation 5 release. That's the Vampire the Masquerade Battle Royale that's already in early access on Steam and, and other areas, but a PS5 release was confirmed. Rainbow Six Extraction got a lot of uh, uh, new information. Uh, Yad, I know you're like... You're seeing Alien Fire Team, Aliens Fire Team Elite yeah. performing the way it's performing, and you right. you're a little shaky on Extraction now, huh? Uh, it, it's the fact that I'm still running on a Gen One PS4, <laughs> so that's what I'm kind of iffy about how it's going to run on that you know that lower end uh, console there. Like, am, am I? I want to play it. It looks like a lot of fun. It looks like there's a possibility of, from what they've shown in the, the uh, extended article that you linked, it looks it looks like there's there might be a lot more um, stuff to keep you playing after you play the story, uh, and it looks like there it might take you a bit longer to get through a story because of the fact that if your character doesn't extract, yep. you have to go rescue them. And if you still can't get them, you can still get them back, but you lose progress. So, you know, that kind of extends your playtime. But if I'm going to commit to that game, do I have to get a PS5 first? And if that's the case, then I should probably start hunting well, for one. Well, see, the thing is, all three of us, if we're going to play it together, we got to sync up. And I think the only platform we can do that on is PC. Because Jason's not a console player, so I think it would have yeah, to be I, PC I don't anyway. Think I'm, not, we're not, I'm not buying a PS5 for one game. <laughs> right. I, I don't, I'm not buying I don't one, this thing for one game for, to play with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not uh, sure well, if this thing can handle it. Otherwise, though, I mean, this this looks better than Aliens Fireteam. I think no, it does, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah it definitely does. Uh, Aliens Fireteam dropped a new class, by the way, in their first free update, so enjoy that. Yep. Uh, my biggest surprise of the show was Project Eve. Uh, Project yes. Eve. If it, it just, I was watching that trailer and I couldn't get it for the show. There was a parsing error with it. Some mm. footage I can grab. Some is very like strictly protected, and I can't get the footage. So, <laughs> uh, like a week from now, I'll be able to get it. But, um, the Project Eve. I was like, wow. If you like Bayonetta, I think you're gonna like this. Yeah, I, me cry. I think you're gonna like this one. My first thought was, you remember Heavenly Sword? Yes. Mm. Yeah. Uh, that's Ooh, what, what a good with game. The, with our hair yeah. ripping all around. Yeah, that was my yeah, thought. Yeah. yeah. But Project Eve looked phenomenal. I wanted more information on that. Like, we got to see oh, what definitely. looked like cinematic gameplay. Uh, looked like in-engine stuff. I'm not sure. 
on, on that. I'd have to go back and check the beginning of the trailer, but definitely my surprise of the show. Uh, I could not care less about Tina, T- Tiny Tina's Wonderlands at this point. Nope. I like the Borderlands franchise, but I think I'm done with it. Uh, I bought the <laughs> third one well after it had come out. This just looks like, no, nothing about Parasite Eve. Nothing like Parasite Eve. I thought, Baron, that's where they were kind of going with Project Eve. Like, with some of the story bits we were seeing. Yeah, I can see that. Like, maybe, but I don't think so. I don't think no. so. No. Uh, Tiny, Tina Wonder- Tiny Tina's Wonderlands just looks like, hey, let's cash in on make a Borderlands 3.5 and put some fantasy <laughs> elements in, in it. Uh, I have no interest in that one anymore. Uh, Jason, you? I'm sure some people would be. Oh, like, definitely. I, I yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I'd definitely be into it, but yeah. Yeah, not, not for me. Yeah. Uh, and that completes it. So uh, on the PlayStation Showcase, Jason, who was your best in show? The most surprising thing? The one you're the most interested in? The one that would be the most close to a day one purchase if it wasn't a day one purchase for you? setting aside no limitations on consoles you own and stuff like sure, that. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, totally the Radiohead thing. No. Um, <laughs> honestly, if I looked at all these and thought, okay, what am I going to want to play the most and get the most uh, use out of it? It might be like Gran Turismo 7. That would probably be the thing wow. that I think would be give me the most long-term play. play. Unless I knew that I did have a good group to play Rainbow Six Extraction. I want to learn a little more about that, but... Until I do, I think... He I, said a good group. He just, like, disqualified yeah. both yeah. of us, Yod. <laughs> he was like, no, yeah. no, no, I want a good group. I want a good group. What about you, Yod? Best, Yod's best in show. Again, no limitations on consoles you own or anything. Project Eden, actually. Project Eve? Eve. Or, yeah, Project Eve, sorry. Yeah, Project Eve. That that surprised the heck out of me. Like, like when I messaged you earlier, when I, while I was watching <laughs> was the like, trailer, the it was like... What is this Project Eve thing? What is this, and why is it so pretty? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, for me, there are more it's... people in our chat than have played Battle and Wonderworld. <laughs> there is, there was a slight chance Project Eve would have taken number one for me. It was very, very close. I still have to give it to Forspoken. Uh, I still have to give. It... I just keep getting more and more interested in that. The more and more they show. Uh, two little news bits. Uh, there were three here, but one I think deserves a little more discussion than we have time for, so maybe we'll bring one, it back next very week. very little here. Very uh, little. Maybe yeah, ab- here. Abandoned uh, has been delayed. Imagine that. Uh, whether it's a Kojima game or whether it's silent, we don't know. Whatever. The debate still rages, and it's, uh, yeah, it's been delayed again. Surprise. You know what's been abandoned? Surprise. All the fucks I give about this game. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We still we still need that cork board. And gentlemen, I absolutely hate this. CD Projekt Red crowdfunded a Witcher comic. The Witcher uh, Ronin is a manga that sees Monster Slayer Geralt of Rivia's adventures recast in the world of Japanese folklore. This coming from Kotaku. They went ahead and kick- started a Kickstarter campaign aiming to raise over $100,000 to deliver it into the hands of fans. One... I hate that. And two, I hate that you guys funded it to over a half a million dollars so far. That is so dumb. I hate that a company this big for something, comparatively speaking, this small said, if you want it, we're going to need $100,000 from you, Jason, to, to be able to do it. It'd be a real shame if something would have happened to our manga. We're gonna need a hundred thousand from you. Oh, you understand? 
I know there are Let's people go. that maybe yeah. don't care and they're just like, hey, you know, we got to show that we're going to support these oddball side projects that the company is not known for. Okay, great. You know how you do that? Buy it when it comes out. So I've got a theory. I hated when Shenmue did its whole thing for, for this. I thought that was oh, so totally. ass backwards that. that Sega was like, you know what? If there's demand, maybe we'll help publish. So let's go to Kickstarter yeah. and see how much money you guys get first, and then maybe we'll help after that. I hate big so, companies using this type of stuff for this, like this. So I've got a theory about it. Yeah, do you need a hundred thousand dollars? You wanna you wanna write a manga? Oh yeah, totally. But that that's not the point. Um, <laughs> there there's been previous Witcher manga and or Witcher comics and stuff done before. Well, this is supposed to be bigger through. and more in depth and hundreds and pages and that's that's not even a thing you know in, it is when, they when need you your money y'all help them help them when they had to refund all those cyberpunks stuff, <laughs> <laughs> right right yeah they, they took a too huge of a hit from refunding all the cyberpunks but that that's not the problem I don't think is because the previous Witcher comics that had been published were published through Dark Horse Comics. So yeah. they had a publisher that they were working with. In this case, this mon manga comic, Japanese-influenced comic, whatever you want to call it, that they're trying to produce is in-house, which means they have to actually deal with the publishing co uh, production houses, not a comic company that already has all that lined up. So in this case, they may be angling for producing their own product from this point forward, and that's what this is actually funding. They were asking for a hundred thousand right. dollars, right. and that's there why they're is, asking for. A, there are probably that's why asking for that. Though. There are probably misallocations in their P and L to the tune of more than a hundred thousand dollars. The CEO that's could a find uh, yeah, that's a round. The CEO could find a hundred thousand dollars in their couch. I mean, right, but they're they're financing a new branch of the company, is what I'm saying. You're out of your mind. Are you actually defending this? They're I'm not, not defending it. I'm I'm saying this is my hypothesis. This is my theory on why they're doing this. It's because they want to move away from having to depend on Dark Horse to publish their comics. They want to try to do it themselves. And they couldn't find a hundred grand to do that. Well, why find a hundred grand when you're you're uh, when, when suckers will just throw it? I understand. You. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, this is funded to almost six hundred thousand dollars. That's absurd. Yeah, oh, Don't totally, totally. Don't do that. And, and like I said, I'm not defending them. I don't like it because they are a big freaking company that should be able to afford this shit themselves. The problem is, you know, they can. Like, right. they, it's not a right. question of can they. It's right. it's a question of why didn't you, like, the cost but, is well, nothing as far as well, you are someone, concerned as a company goes. Someone mm -hmm. up up in their fi upper financials probably went, this money's allocated, this money's allocated, this is your salary. What do you want to cut? Ugh. I don't know. Yod froze there. And then from there we can oh, springboard onto our own publishing company. Next up, Mad Martha says Bethesda's crowdfunding Elder Scrolls Six. Don't say that. Ugh. Don't say that they the Bethesda's a company that just might try it. Stop. Don't 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 say things like that out loud, people. 
Don't do don't. Do it's out there in the world now. No, yeah, no. let's go do games yep. of the week. Too late. Too late. Those of you that watch every week, we thank you so much. This is the segment at the end of the show where each of us gives you a game of the week. Could be something we're playing now, we played a long time ago, or just came to mind and we think, hey, you should check it out. And you let us know in the comments on YouTube or over on readingcheckradio.com who gave the best recommendation. Yod, you're up. Uh, the talk about Wolverine game had me thinking about the old arcade-style X-Men Children of the Atom. Oh, wow. That uh, is where a you could gather around with four of your friends, choose X-Men, and feed that sucker quarters for hours on end. It was six That's players total, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, was it, was it six? I thought it was four. Yeah. Gauntlet was four. Yeah, Gauntlet was four. Yeah. Or it had six anyways, characters. I think you could have, yeah. Yeah, six, six characters, but there was only four of you, so you had to choose which character you wanted oh, carefully. What do you got, Jason? After you look uh, up this stupid arcade machine from sure, two no, decades I'll look that ago. Up while you're doing your thing. <laughs> uh, Seven Days to Die is my game of the week. It is a really good survival game. Uh, really scratches that itch that I wanted to get out of games like like H1Z1 is a good example of something that was kind of like it, but they've actually stuck with this project that the developers have for quite a while. Done a lot of uh, changes to it. It's still early access, so it's still a little rough at times, and it doesn't look the prettiest. But it's got a great mix of zombie fighting and scavenging and a great crafting system. Pretty intuitive once you get in there as well, so really good if you're looking for that sort of thing. I uh, I think I got this one wrapped up this week, gentlemen. Uh, uh, Tales okay. of Arise is going to be my mm -hmm. recommendation. Came out yesterday. I picked it up today for the PS5. Abs I mean, if you love the Tales series, uh, yeah, <laughs> tremendous. I'm sure I'll be streaming it some next week. Monday, we won't be streaming. Uh, it's the wife's birthday, so I won't be doing my Final Fantasy TCG uh, stream on Monday, but you know maybe on the Wednesday or or whatever stream or the Friday stream, we'll we'll play some Tales of Arise. That's my recommendation. Mad Martha, your votes in chat don't count. We've told you this before. You got to go feed the YouTube algorithm. Big boy glitch. I don't care. Both of your votes for Jason, Mad Martha, and Glitch don't count. They don't. Count. No, they totally count. No, they, they don't totally count. count. They don't count till they go to readycheckradio.com and comment under this show or on YouTube. We, of course, will be back with another episode of Gaming Gumbo next Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Twitch.tv. Uh, but if you're hanging out in chat, don't go anywhere right after the show. We're going live with another streamer. Torchwick, how are you, my friend? I uh, I want to make a game lower than me comic, so if you could just shell out <laughs> 100000 real quick. No, no. Uh, you got to go to Kickstarter for that stuff. What are you playing tonight, my friend? We're going to be continuing Vagrant Story and hopefully making more progress than we have been. Are you still? Are you enjoying it anymore? Uh, so I am having fun. I play up some of the annoyances, like that forest was just awful, and I hated it. But overall, I'm still having fun. I wouldn't be playing if I wasn't. Yeah, you definitely can switch games. There are plenty of games older than you. Uh, <laughs> there's just a few, Jason. Just a few games older than him uh, that he could be playing on stream. So chat, don't go anywhere. We'll go dark for about 15 seconds while we relabel the stream. Torchwick will come back up, and we'll be back next Thursday with the Relic Grind and Saturday with Gaming Gumbo, plus my multiple streams and every other streamer that volunteers their time. We thank them so much here on Ready Check Radio. Until then, Yod, where can everybody find you? Uh, Yod Artworks on Twitch. Yod Artworks on, or Yod Artworks on Twitter. Yod Artworks on Facebook, and hopefully on Monday at the dentist's office where I get this tooth fixed. And here on Gaming Gumbo, Jason. 
So I want to clarify, first of all, X-Men Children of the Atom was a fighting game. 1v1 fighting game. The arcade game you're thinking of was just called X-Men. Was it? And it came in, it came in both four-player and six-player versions. Yeah. I mostly played the six-player I believe one, that's so. called a disqualification. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the, the X-Men, the six-player one, I've seen one on eBay for $4,800. So just go ahead I, mean, I, did, I did like the Children of the Atom 1v1 I played some of that Street too, Fighter yeah. style. Yeah. I, played, I was more of a Marvel vs. Capcom guy, but whatever. Oh, I love Marvel uh, vs. Capcom too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dreamcast. Uh, oh, yeah, I still too. have it and still have my dream. Now I'm going to have to hook the damn thing up. All right, let's go with the fighting game. We'll go with the fighting game. The Children of the Atom fighting game. Yep, okay, the Children of the Atom fighting game. All right, so um, I am on Twitter at Winter Informal, streaming at twitch.tv slash Jason Winter. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me right there at MagicMan1, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio, R-A-I-D-E-O, and we'll tweet at you every time we go live with a podcast or a streamer so you can come hang out and have some fun with us. Stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. Yeah.